Hey guys, hope everybody's doing good. We are Tuesday late afternoon for me. Um, I'm actually just prepping myself to go um, join a little bit of a group session in here in Belfast. Um, I'm sure most of you guys know, or if you don't um, know, a guy called Mark Kirk, um, father of Katie Kirk and Connell Kirk, and he has a you know a bit of a group thing going here in Belfast. Um, you know, it's 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 been really tough for me. Um, that's what I'll say from the motivation standpoint. Um, and I wouldn't wouldn't normally join the groups in Belfast. Normally, our plans don't add up, and um, you know, normally I'm training for could be marathon or I'm training away in America. So something I've never really gave a chance to. Um, I think quite highly of groups in general. You know, if you can if you can find a group of guys or girls and they're whether it's for easy runs, whether it's for sessions, I think it's a really good thing. Um, it's difficult when you know you're following a program and you're trying to mix and match it. Um, when you get to the place where I've sort of got to at the moment, where you know your identity as a runner is, you know, really on edge, and you're unsure about running and things like this. And um, if if I were to elaborate a little on that, I think you guys know that running for me has always been about racing. You know, like I feel feel like if I were to define myself, I'd say I'm a racer, which is why if you've ever listened to the podcast. And we get closer to races and, um, you know, I, I talk about like goals and I talk about like predicting what sort of results I'm going to get. And, and there's such a confidence there and a, almost like a surety. It's because I know that I've made it through the training, which is the really tough part for me. Just trying to get through the, the weeks or months of training. Um, at the start, it's just trying to get through it, <laughs> you know, like, survive you know don't don't quit don't give up things like this um it used to be don't party it used to be don't go out with mates it used to be um you know don't get in bad relationships that then would cause you stress and sorry the coffee grinder's gonna go you know would cause you stress and then lead to you not training really well anyway um hang on pausing this yeah, no need to fight the coffee grinder over sound. Um, so yeah, look, it's 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 been really strange, you know. I um, I think you guys know I I had asked um, coach called Rob Dem Mead to help me with training. Um, and you know, this is kind of at the start of lockdown. I, first of all, I, I I I I've said it on the podcast before. I rate Rob super 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 highly as a coach and and it was really exciting you know to speak to Rob and I'm bringing new sort of like outlook to the training and I, I I called him in a real time of need you know I called him when when I was struggling and this is eight weeks ago ten weeks ago and I was really struggling and I could tell my goals were getting a bit destructive um, because that's the only thing that was going to motivate me you know I think I told you guys things like 50k record um you know, run over the morns, things like that. Like my goals were getting a bit destructive and I was like, look, I, I kind of need someone who I know is a really great coach, can really add something to my training 
um, but also potentially can stop me being a little bit destructive and um, and you know so Rob came in and, and just as I knew he said really great training but I guess what I didn't know and I never would have approached Rob had I known this you know I didn't know that really training and someone to talk to after training um, wasn't the only thing that was going to cause issues during um, COVID <clears throat> So I think as we've continued to go on and, and more time has passed um, and we've sort of like, you know, we've persevered, we've persevered, the, the, the aloneness started to sort of kick in then and, you know, I, I just wasn't, I just wasn't necessarily enjoying going and doing the training by myself, which is normally like, it's normally a formality for me, you know, it, it used to be a session was set and I would go and do it. And the only thing that might have not gone well would be I probably, in some instances, just ran a bit too hard. And I was always honest about that on the podcast. I'd always say, you know, don't know if I was running right at threshold today. I maybe pushed a little bit too hard, etc., etc. So I'll slow the next one down. But there was never really a situation where I would change training that, you know, maybe had originally been set. I certainly would have ran too fast quite a few times. And pushed maybe a little bit too hard, but I was never one for, you know, not getting it done. So what's sort of been happening recently is, is you know, and and I say poor Rob, but poor Rob, you know, me and Rob, Rob's a great guy. He doesn't need me to like poor Rob feel sorry for him. But that wasn't a situation at all. There was a there was an adult realization that Rob's setting training, and you know, my motivation is really low. And so instead of going and doing, you know, a hill session or a tempo session or an interval session, you might have found Stephen Scullion was just going and doing a group, a group run over, you know, Davis Mountain. And there's, you know, the problem with that um, essentially is if that happens too much, first of all, Rob's wasting his time. You know, that that's where it got to. It got to the point where, you know, you're, you're, it's unfair. It's It's really unfair to ask a coach to, you know, set training, and then you basically go and, you know, do whatever you feel like doing. So, look, it moved to that kind of a situation where I think we both realized that it, it wasn't cool, the training wasn't getting done the way it should be, and, you know, it had nothing to do with what training was being set. It, it, it was a case of, like, today's today's a typical example. Um, I've kind of, like, woke up to Tuesday. It's actually been such a fucking great day. Um, if I do say so myself, and I'm going to go on to explain that. Um, so I haven't done any. I've done like a two-mile run because I ran home from the gym, but that doesn't really count. Um, so not much running done because the plan was always to go and meet Kirky's group tonight, which just gives me so much time during the day to, you know, kind of crack on with things and feel a little bit more productive. Um, I actually rented an office space in Belfast. Um, office spaces are going pretty cheap at the minute I suppose you could say there's a couple of deals because people aren't really going into work and um so you know I, I rented this little office space um it's it's just like a, a cool co-working shared space but it works out really cool because you know the, the lady was telling me and when I was there looking at the place you know apparently nobody really comes in and uses it maybe people use it as a a work address more than anything type thing and you know she was even talking about the fact that it could be foreign 
um, guys not from the likes of Northern Ireland, for example, or even Ireland or, or England, even further abroad than that. Um, so this morning I walk Nala and then I go over and I go into my wee office and um, anyone that doesn't know, um, I have been doing some coaching, which has been so, so nice in a time of, you know, with everything being the way it is and everything being like, you know, just crazy. It's, it's amazing that, like, I guess coaching isn't just like right and training. And it never, I never assumed it was. But, you know, it's, it's brilliant to bring a different brain or thought process on things to then the athletes that you're helping, whether it's encouragement, whether it's, you know, kick up the backside or whether it's just a different point of view. Um, there's all different things can kind of go on there. So the reason I got the little, um, office space was because obviously I talked about, um, you know, we're in a really unique situation at the minute where, um, running and, and the kind of, even the working world as we know it has kind of been flipped. You know, it's just been flipped. Imagine the world was just moving along really smoothly, maybe for some people and, and great. And now it's just kind of being flipped on itself. So I think you're forced into a position to either adapt to that. Some people were able to crack on and that's awesome. For some people, not much will have changed if you always work from home and you always did like online work, for example. Well, your little world is probably, maybe it's going to see a little bit because some of your clients, their world might have been affected. So, you know, they maybe can't no longer pay you or things like that. But your general routine is probably very similar. Um, so, no, look, I'm all about that adapt or die mentality. Um, so, look, I, 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 I talked about helping a few athletes. I was lucky enough that, you know, athletes got in touch and um, they, you know, wanted to be coached or, or be supported and whatever you want to call it. You know, it's been it's been mostly helping guys that want to run a future marathon faster than they've ever done before and going through the likes of training that they potentially would be doing now and when they might be able to look at a marathon or whether it's going to be a marathon time trial in future. Um, and, you know, that support sort of ranges from, you know, just just – maybe a call, some emails, um, and, you know, obviously more recently I've talked about the fact that it's moved on to the likes of the Zoom consultation. Um, one thing, now the Belfast setup has, I've, I've kind of thought about, um, is obviously if anybody was interested, coach, athlete, um, parent of an athlete, etc., etc. If anybody was interested in, um, you know, a face to face before maybe they got some support or maybe they just wanted to do, you know, I've told you guys that some people have literally just asked for a little bit of help and then, and then move on in any, in any way that is, you know, that could be, um, I'm sort of thinking like if a, like this doesn't necessarily, you know, if this is a Zoom or this is a, like a face-to-face in Belfast, the little meeting, the little office has like a meeting area and stuff, so you can kind of do a safe face-to-face type thing. Um, I kind of feel like this could be a situation where, you know, people sit down, they might bring their training in, previous training, and, and you can kind of just go through and you can really talk about lifestyle and, you know, how you are in race day, where the psychology's at, how you deal with it. Um, how you deal, how you execute training, or, or you know, when we're looking through your training, is it consistent? 
Why are the mile repeats really quick one week and not quick the next week? How's your lifestyle around running? Things like this, like that's kind of my goal with the with the Zoom consultations or whatever, that it's going to get to a place where these are the kind of questions being asked. And yes, it's really important to, you know, you could be prescribed the best training in the world and it would it would probably look a lot more simple than you think. Um, but if you're not executing it properly or you're up and down with it or you're not consistent with it or you're doing it too fast or you're doing it too slow um, or you're doing too much or there's poor discipline and that rubs off in races, running is, I think it's really simple once you know what you need to do. But I also think it's really complex because so much, so much outside of running will contribute to your psychology, to your, you know, how physically fit you are, whether you're lean, whether you're not. That's the complex side of it. It's just how much of that whole package contributes. Um, and so I hope the guys, some might be listening. Um, I hope the guys that so far I've sort of helped have enjoyed it. I think it's only going to get better because, you know, I only rented this little office space yesterday. And so the, the, the reason I thought about doing a podcast is because I thought it was really funny that, I actually have some like obligations tomorrow, like like I think it's like a press day, and then I have to do like these videos for a YouTube channel about like tips for runners. Um, and I just thought it was really funny that like, and this is actually really funny. I've I've never had an office ever, and I'm already stressed tomorrow that I won't have time to go into the office. <laughs> like I fucking swear, I was laughing in the kitchen a minute ago, thinking like, how the F, can you be stressed that <laughs> you can't go into work tomorrow, but you've sat in your ass for five or six weeks doing absolutely F all, and all of a sudden you're stressed, you wouldn't have time to go in the office tomorrow. Um, oh, absolutely brilliant. I love that. I got a real kick out of that. Um, so yeah, it's only going to improve. I think, you know, the office is kind of there, um, a place to go to and organize things properly and give these guys exactly what they deserve. I, I don't want to get in a situation where I'm sat in my living room, you know, sending out training or, or going through training in a kind of, and I'm going to say in a kind of like a WhatsApp message kind of format where there's not a lot of thought going into it. You know, we don't put that much thought into shit we send on WhatsApp. It's just like, boom, done. Um, I, I would like to do it properly because this is kind of, this could be, you know, the start of a, a one part of my future, for example. Um, I also have little bits of web work, um, which is pretty cool. Um, so you know, some of my some of my days will be could be some if if some consultations do end up getting lined up. At the minute, I have one other consultation lined up. Um, but you know, perhaps in future there might be more. Actually, no. At the minute, I've got two. Um, I'm telling Porky Pies. Um, so yeah, that'll be quite cool. Um, but it is quite exciting. I think what's where it's really helped me is just that psychologically I needed something different from, you know, running, running being the big focus or the only focus. Um, and the fact that, um, you know, I, I was, I guess I was like so, um, so focused, um, on races coming back and then getting really stressed about, the fact that um, that wasn't happening and probably will not be happening anytime soon. The concern for me, I guess, was um, 
will they come back the way that I, I sort of like know them? Sorry, I needed some coffee there. You know, we're looking at a situation where the last race I was gearing up for was, you know, a Boston Marathon. Um, and so, you know, is that really going to come back anytime soon the way I know it? Um, so yeah, it's, I don't know. Um, I think it's a good thing. Um, you know, I, 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 it's not for everybody to start doing little bits of coaching or, um, I know for some people it becomes like a, a means to, you know, financially support themselves while training. Um, and I could probably fit into that bracket, but I actually, I can actually support myself with web work and just running. Um, you know, when I worked out my finances, I'd be absolutely, you know, I, I, you know, I can take away the office, for example, and I can just run and do some web work. Well, in fact, I can probably be okay just about if I just run. And then if I add in some web work, it used to be nice when there was races because then I hadn't done web work in about two years because races were really helping my finances. Um, but I think we've got a situation where I genuinely enjoy, um, even when I've done consultation stuff and it's been like, could be an hour long, an hour and a half. I just, and you know, people are saying to me like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm wary of the time here. Um, you know, like we agreed an hour and an hour and a half in and I'm still yattering on because you guys know what I'm like. I can, I can just, I can just yatter on like and keep going and keep going. Um, but I just love it. I genuinely do just love it. That's the only way that I can describe it. I get really into it and I get so excited about, I guess, what people think is problems and holding them back. And then like, you know, I can probably ask that question and, and it turns out that the thing you thought was the problem really isn't the problem. Um, and it could be stemming from something else, that kind of a thing. And I think it is, it, it kind of dips into like the whole psychology around running and, and then like what's leading into maybe, leading to maybe poor decisions and poor discipline, poor execution of training or no application to training. Um, but I don't know that I, you know, someone emailed me one time about I should study psychology and go down that route, but I don't see myself sitting behind a desk, maybe in like a sports psychology format. Um, but I guess, I guess I see myself as more of a, like a Dave Brailsford kind of role. If anyone doesn't know who Dave Brailsford is, you should Google him. He's like the conductor. If you ever watch like videos on him, I watched the Team Sky documentary or series. I think it's called Road to Glory or maybe it's called, I think it's called Road to Glory, but it's like marginal gains and Dave Brailsford's just challenging people. Are you doing everything you can? You know, he employs people first and foremost. He employs the best people in the world to do a job. And then he figures out, are they doing the best job they possibly can? And if not, why not? Are the athletes applying themselves as much as they possibly can? If not, why not? And he's that guy. He just makes sure the show, the show must go on. It makes sure the, I guess, makes sure the cranks are running smoothly. Just running smoothly, running smoothly, running smoothly. And if not, why not? Um, I think I really like the idea of that kind of a role. And I think that moves into like the consultancy place where I could see myself, you know, 10 years from now being pulled into a company and just, right, figure out what's going on. Why is it not as smooth as it needs to be? And, and you know, you might, you might find employees hate each other. You might find, you know, bosses too power trippy. Um, employees don't trust the boss. You know, there's probably all sorts going on. And 
you know, is there professionalism, is there not? And I think that'd be an absolutely wonderful role. Um, but I think, I think for a long time, the, the reason I think the, the coaching and, and the consultancy stuff now, whether it's Zoom, about running, about life, about parenting an athlete, about coaching an athlete, I think the reason it helps is because for a long time I've moved away from people. And, you know, I've done this wee podcast, but this is just me talking. Um, and I've obviously, you know, studied myself a lot, my own brain and my own experiences, things like that. But I've moved away from people. I need to get to know people again. And um, I've not been in the working world for, you know, at least four years now because I've been away training and, and altitude camps and things like this. So, um, yeah, so look, running, running still exists for me. Um, I'm hoping it exists. It exists, sorry. In a role of more in the evenings, um, I I I love the fact that it's you know I've had a real full day. I did some gym today, you know I did a lot of work with the web stuff today, um, and then I love you know night tonight I can still go and and get some training done with this group. It's a it's a lovely way for now. I think personally, I think I'm gonna have to wait until a big race happens, and once I see it with my own eyes that something's going to exist that's what's going to give me to kick up the ass to you know be motivated enough to think about training camps think about going all in this kind of a thing whereas for now I'm kind of going all in on my future because even if running is full on and comes back you know how long likely is it going to carry you you still have a future of hopefully 50 years ahead of me and I think that's really important um so yeah, look, a lot of moving parts. I I love I I fucking love where my brain gets to that it's quite proactive about things like this and it wants to crack on because I told you guys I could literally sit in the sofa all day, do little bits of training and and be okay. I'd survive, you know, financially I'd survive. Um, but it, that's just not I my I can't work like that. I can't operate that way. I need to be, you know, pushing and and challenging myself. I. I've already looked up trail races. Um, if racing comes back, um, I think trail races are going to be some of the first couple of races to come back. I think it could be the kind of thing that, you know, dare I say it, saves my running career because it's just a brand new challenge. It's a brand new motivation. It's a new thing. Um, dare I say, without getting in trouble, no, no shoes. There's not a shoe war in the trail world right now, and that would be really fun and really exciting that it's just you versus the competition and the trails and the mud and maybe the rain and the hills and the downhills. Um, of course, shoes exist, but I love the Under Armour shoes for this um, trail stuff. It's absolutely fantastic. I don't like where our sport's going. I know I need to get over that. Um I'm sure a lot of people, if you go online, people won't like seeing Adidas just released a, a marathon shoe. And I don't like the direction that that's going in. Um, that's unfortunate. But it is what it is. Um, and I guess you adapt, or like I said at the very start of the podcast, you adapt or die. There's a couple of quotes I've read recently. I really hope I can find it for you guys, just because um, I think it's such an important time. If you can find any positives to be positive, um, here we go, sorry, I need to flip it, it's it's flipped on me, and so I can't read it, um, there's the wee button there, flip, done, alright, bear with me, 
shit, I shouldn't have even said I was going to read this because it's like, fuck, it's in like Roman stuff. So it says, Serenity prayer is a mantra for many. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. The Stoics wanted to push past simply accepting what is. They wanted to be grateful and happy with what is. Epictetus, that's a wild name, Epictetus taught that we got a well-flowing life when we wish for what is going to happen, not what we want to happen. And Marcus added that we should meet anything that comes our way with gratitude, not I wish this was different. That's really important, guys. Not I wish this was different, but I'll tolerate it. Not, I repeat, I wish this was different, but I'll tolerate it. Instead, I am glad it happened this way. It is for the best. Try that on for the size of this week. So I'm going to repeat that. Anyway. Basically, what they were saying was, this is this is the approach you should not take. I wish this was different, but I'll tolerate it. Instead, your attitude should be, I am glad it happened this way. It is for the best. And I think that's so, so important because that's like all of us right now. I said, you know, any phrase that's along the lines of, I wish races came back. I wish work went back. I wish social distancing ended. Rather than, rather than, taking the situation for what it is and thinking, all right, life's thrown a real fucking curveball in my path in my path here. You know, what could I do about it? What could I do about this situation that at the other end of it, I will never look back at COVID and think that was a really tough situation. I'll look back and say, that was a really tough situation. But if that situation had never happened, I wouldn't be the strong person that I am now. If that situation had never happened, I wouldn't be coaching and helping athletes the way I am now. Let me tell you something. Since I started the podcast, I think I've helped more people than I ever could have imagined. Um, I And I, I really mean that. I never knew what an impact it would have me simply just talking. It's been the easiest fucking journey ever because all I do is talk. I don't stutter. I don't lie. I just talk. Um, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. I say, hey, Siri, open voice recorder, and I just fucking talk. Um, it's been a really nice addition to my life, no matter what way. Nala, stop eating the plant. No matter what way the next year and a half goes, races, Olympics, what a, you know, the, 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 the podcast is named, you know, Scully's Journey to Tokyo. Um, I should have been selected for the Olympics probably, I think a month ago. Um, we, we, you know, we fucking qualified. That's quite a rush, like even to say that. Um, and, and that was through thinking I'd qualified, you know, things like this and then having to go again. And yeah, look, it's been so fun. I think I really like the idea of helping people. Um, it's never a one-way thing. When you help someone, you feel really good about yourself. And when I get nice messages from people, it makes me feel really good about myself. So, um, look, it's been quite a ride. Um, really exciting about the future. Um, going back to that quote, accept things for exactly how they are right now. Assume that this is normal now. And what are you going to do about it? 
what what can you do to make sure you come out the other side of everything that's happening here in in a positive way and not everyone's going to be thankful that you know something like covid existed but if you can at least move to a place where it's a bit more neutral and you're a bit more like um wasn't the worst thing because I gained character, I gained strength, I learned that I love painting, I learned that I could work from home a bit more, I learned that I could have a side hustle working from home, whatever it is, make sure that something positive comes out of it. Um, so look, I've rhymed on enough, um, you know, still still have um, still have plenty of time if other people do, like I said, I only have one other consultation that may happen. Um, yeah, athlete was going to take a week pretty easy and I thought better to enjoy your easy week and then we could chat after that than if he spoke to me first, he probably wouldn't enjoy his easy week as much because he'd be maybe excited about training. Um, so yeah, look, if anybody wants any, any kind of support at all, just don't be afraid to reach out and, um, you know, I, I love the idea that now in Belfast or Northern Ireland, I always wanted to give back to Belfast and Northern Ireland, you know, I, I think it might have changed now, but I often just thought there was a bit of a, I, I, and I'm not trying to sound really cocky or ego oriented or anything like this, but I've just seen everything. I've seen how the Australians trained. I've seen how Bowerman Track Club train in St. Moritz. I've seen how the guys train in Flagstaff. I've trained with Ches for such a long time. You know, I I think it's amazing to get your eyes open to that world. And sometimes when you're when coaches, athletes just stay in Belfast, Ireland, Northern Ireland, etc., etc., um, you just don't see that. And sometimes it's just a lack of knowledge. And the application to training is often amazing. That's what I see. I see guys willing to run 90 to 100 mile a week willing to work really hard, live the sport, really, really dedicated. But their eyes have just never been opened to what kind of training you should be doing, how you should structure your year. Should you do four weeks of base training? You know, things like this. Um, yeah, so I, I, I hope that, you know, people do take me up on that. I think it could be really useful. Um, and, you know, if anybody wants the coaching support that other guys have sort of came forward and wanted, well, you know, just get in touch um, and, and, you know, we can always take it from there. Um, but, yeah, look, I'm going to say <laughs> running lives to fight another day. Steven Scullion, for now, is still a runner. <laughs> um, and I'm actually smiling, so that's pretty good. Um, but, yeah, all right, got to go. Take care. Bye-bye.